Hey world, this is Jamie, host of the Jamie and Jenty Show. Broadcasting live each week on Tuesday at 12 p.m. from Fishbowl Studios. Log on to hear sports talk from basketball to football and view your feedback on the biggest sports news you want to talk about from around the world. So be sure to log on each week Tuesdays at 12 p.m. to catch the Jamie and Jenty Show. Hope to see you soon on Fishbowl Radio Network. Jump in. Welcome to the Jamie Agenda Show right here on Fishbowl Radio. And it's Tuesday, November 29th, 2022. And before we start this Cowboys side, let's give a shout out to the USA. They beat Iran today, one one nothing. Shout out to Christian Prolistic. Is that his name? Yeah, that's Christian Prolistic scoring the goal um, in the uh, first minute, I think. Didn't watch the game, but shout out to the USA. They're going to play Netherlands in the round of 16. But, anyways, this game was many moons ago. That we had the Giants versus the Cowboys. How'd y'all think of it? What was your biggest takeaway of it? My biggest takeaway was the second half. I mean, we, how do we go from playing crappy in the first half to playing like all stars in the second half? Is this how te- this team's built? Like we're we're not a second half team. We have to start off strong. And I'll tell you and I'll tell you this. We play like that. All you got teams coming up like the Colts and the Texans will beat us. Like like hands down. Like Dak threw two interceptions two interceptions in the first half. I I don't blame him. That's not his fault. Receivers got to run a, a decent route. C.D. Lamb, you got to run a actual route. Like, come on, dude. What is wrong? This is why y'all are motivated by OBJ, OBJ's, uh, uh, OBJ nonsense. O- Odell will be on this team no matter what. We talk about him every day going to Dallas. He'll be on this team either way or not. Either way. Either way. Whether y'all 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 can ball out and all that stuff, but your quarterback has asked for it, your running back has asked for it, heck, your linebacker has asked for it. Come on, it's up to Jerry to sign him. So he'll be on this team later, uh, later earlier than not. So, with this case, I want to turn it to Gabe. He wasn't here last week. Hello. So, hello. Um, so Gabe, welcome. Um, he, I, I guess he went to Green Bay to watch the Green Bay law, uh, Green Bay beat Dallas <laughs> last week. So, oh, with that being said, your takeaway, sir, what's your main takeaway of this game? Um, this game was stressful. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, because the Cowboys have a history of embarrassing me on Thanksgiving. Yes. Um, yes. So, <laughs> I've been in some very uncomfortable situations. Um, <laughs> I was in. I remember being in a room for the Saints fans when Roy Williams dropped a uh, perfectly good touchdown pass uh, in 2009. Oh so, my gosh! Um, <laughs> what an embarrassment! Yeah, it was. It was pretty bad. It was pretty bad. So, oh my um, gosh! And that was a very specific memory. So you know it hurt. Um, yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> I say that to say, um, I'm just glad I wasn't embarrassed again. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The first half. Gave me a lot of, yeah, a lot of PTSD came yes. up from that. You know what yes. I'm saying? So, yes. um, the first yes. half, I, I gotta be honest, I was very, very disappointed. 
Yeah. Um, it's very disappointing. Defensively, we played well. Offensively, yeah. it looked like we did against Green Bay, to be totally yeah. honest. Mm-hmm. Um, in the second half. In the second se- half. Yeah. The second half, Green Bay. Yeah. Offense. Exactly. So, to me, I just don't – I don't know what the answer is mm-hmm. as far as consistency goes. And I feel like consistency comes from the coaching staff. Um, we're the most penalized mm-hmm. team in the NFL again. We are. We are. But it, that, that that starts with the players. I don't think so. I the, actually disagree with that. The players have to – the players are out there going on the field. I'm not saying Mike McCartney can, can do – can teach that. Like, you got positions coach that's teaching you that. We got veterans like Zach Martin holding on. We got uh, rookies like Tyler Smith. Actually, you know what? I'm going to give him a pass because he got thrown into that left tackle position. Hmm. And, you know, we're, we're, we're what, 12 games into this? Mm-hmm. And, you know, he hasn't been taught the right technique to play to, le- to protect Dak's blind side. Mm-hmm. So – I'll give him a pass on that. As far as everybody else, everybody else needs to step up their game. And that that is more of a technique issue on their part. To be totally honest with you, it's a discipline issue. Yes. Penalties are discipline issues. When you lack discipline, that comes from the coaching staff. So the reality is the fact that, yeah, a lot of these penalties that we're getting are penalties that happen within – Yes. The the realm of play, you know what right, I'm saying, right? So a right. lot of those penalties, yeah, they do come from technique and stuff like that. But right. whose job is it to enforce that, working and perfecting the, coach, that, the that's, technique? That's not one coaches. No, that, it's that's not one, one coaches. That, that one coaches. You. That's why you have position coaches. Yeah. That, um. What would you want them to do? Would you say? Or would you say? Okay, every time you get a, a pass interference call, uh, maybe you get it two two or three times. Then can you, we, we're going to run laps the next day. Do you want to go that route? I mean, to be totally honest, these are adults. Yes, it's at the point where it's like, look, you get yeah. another pass interference, I'm fining you twenty five thousand. Like <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's how I feel. Though. Like that's how I feel. I'd rather run. I'd rather run than lose money. Exactly. I'd rather so run. Like I can understand. I mean, yes, I can understand fining, but I'd rather run than lose money because you're, you're, you you you. You're sending a message saying that you're going to cost us games when you when you act disciplined like this. And I'm going to tell you, though, like, these are professional athletes. Mm-hmm. The running stuff works when you're, doing, when you're talking to high schoolers That's how you and, win championships. and colleges. Yeah. But when you're talking to adults and professionals, it's a different mentality. Exactly. They can run all day. But, it's, but in, like, order to win a, <laughs> in order to win a championship, you got to – be the lead you got to be number one you got to be parent number one you got to say you know we can't have this ish again yeah. or else you're going everybody's going to take it exactly like any, anytime any veteran gets into anytime there, there's fights and practices mm-hmm. they're on the on the court on the field and everybody runs we don't when there's a fight on the field in practice amongst teammates everybody runs mm-hmm. on the court on, on the field they don't in practice that way so with these penalties, I will rather go back to the basic stuff and say, if you get a penalty, we're going to run you the next day. That's multiple. That's, that, that, that's how you – to me, that's, how, that's sending the message that says, you know what, we're trying to win here. 
Hmm. We don't care what our owner says. Our owner can spill nonsense on the radio like he does every single week. And the owner GM does the same thing too. Hmm. And they're, they're not talking. They're, they want to get mad over, oh, yeah, we're, we're, we're trying to get Odell and all that stuff. Well, damn. Okay. Well, well, whatever happened to when, it, when a player is out there, right? Like when a player is out released on his team, he gets picked up the next day or two. <laughs> Whatever happened to that? Why we got to wait a week well, for Odell not, to come by? I'm going to tell you, like, because they want to bring him in to do a workout. I know how that process works a little bit now, yeah. and I get it. So it's okay. not necessarily that they're waiting. Yeah. It's on Odell because he's the free agent in the of situation. Course. So he has a bunch of different places he's trying to go. He wants to see different mm-hmm. teams. And the truth of the matter you is gotta, I mean, you got you to gotta play the game. Right. And so – that's a part of the free agency game, especially with a high-profile free agent. Of course. Um, he's going to come to Dallas, and he may not get out of the building. They may sign a contract right then and there. You never know. But if he's really weighing his options and trying to see what the best fit is for him, right? then I am i can't be mad. It's not even necessarily on the Cowboys. You know what I'm saying? As long as he's offered a deal and he knows that that deal is on the table, yeah, that's all that we can bank on. If he takes it or not, that's on him and his agent. Okay. So. I mean, I, I I do see that, but I just don't want the waiting game, right? Mm-hmm. Because I feel like if these teams like the Bills or the Chiefs mm-hmm. or um, you can say the Eagles, if God forbid, if they're one of the receivers go down, that's it, mm-hmm. right? They get a call to Odell. They say, you know what? We're going to work out Jude this day. Mm-hmm. We're going to sign you on the spot. And I'm going to tell you, though, the truth of the matter is, the window of time for Odell to be signed is mm. the next two weeks. Okay. Because they anything the, beyond that. Yeah. They're, they're going to visit with him. He he has a meeting with the Giants and some other team this upcoming Friday. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. It's Buffalo and the, uh, I think the Giants. Because mm-hmm. he's going to be in New York all day long on mm-hmm. Friday. Then Monday, the following Monday, he'll be in Dallas. Mm-hmm. So we could sign him. Mm-hmm. On that Monday or Tuesday, whatever, the, whichever the day decide, decides mm-hmm. or he decides. Yeah. And so I think, I don't know. I think that it's one of those situations for Odell where he's in a power position right now mm-hmm. because he knows there's several teams that could use him, but there's only one real team that needs him to make the next leap. And that's us, yeah. <laughs> to be real. That's like, true. as when it concerns a need. Mm-hmm. We're the team that needs him, and he wants yeah. to be needed. I mean, we, we – we, here's the thing. You got C.D. and Michael Gallup balling out mm-hmm. the last two games, right? They're hearing all the noise mm-hmm. from Dak to the running back to the linebacker, right, mm-hmm. Michael Parsons. And so when you hear that noise, it motivates you to step up your game. It mm-hmm. says that, C.D., I'm not going to drop another pass. Michael Gallup, I'm not going to – I'm not going to – I'm not going to make my quarterback look stupid on a route. Mm-hmm. I'm going to run my route. That's what these receivers have, have been doing. And unfortunately, it, has been an, it hasn't been enough. Yeah. Unfortunately. So, with that being said, you do need an Odell in, on, on this team mm-hmm. to get you to that next step. Yeah. You know, because I look at the NFC, right? You could say we're we're the we're the third best team outside of Eagles and the Forty ers We're the best we're the third best team in the NFC. 
I think we're better than the 49ers. You think so? I do. I think offensively, defensively, because they as in as a as a whole, as team a whole. as a whole. When I look okay. at team for team, I like it. Yeah, I'm willing to say that we're better than the 49ers, okay. especially after watching them on Sunday. I mean, um, their defense looks legit. It does look legit. It does look legit. But yeah. I do think that ours is legit too. <laughs> yes, I think yes. now that we we've played two top-tier running backs in the last two weeks, Dalvin Cook and Saquon Barkley. Yes, and we did – oh, yeah. Aaron Jones is not top-tier court running back, is he? No, but he's not. He's not but, considered but, but, but that, they, but he but will they, be. They ran, they ran all over us. Yeah, they did. And the last two weeks from Green Bay, because we saw how they ran mm-hmm. on us, we switched it up. Yeah. You can see the difference. You can yeah. clearly see the difference. Yeah. Um, when you're going against Dalvin Cook, Dalvin Cook is not no scrub. He's not. He's a top five to seven He's not. running just, back in the league. It's just Minnesota had awkward play, play calling. They did have really bad play calling. Yeah. But at the same time, even when he was getting the ball, what was mm-hmm. he doing? Not much. He, he wasn't doing much. Not much. He, same thing with Saquon. Yeah, he wasn't doing much. They, they were focusing more on the quarterback. The quarterback mm-hmm. is always going to be the real deal. And Dan Jones, I mean, he, you got to get him out of there. Yeah. You got to get – he's not the quarterback of the future. Mm-hmm. Like, if you're talking about building – You mean Aaron Rodgers? Yeah. You said Aaron Jones. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. Aaron Jones. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Aaron Jones has a running back. Yeah. Um. So, but no, he's not the future quarterback for – in an NFL period. I, I just don't – I just don't see it. He's a win-now type of quarterback. He has to be yeah. put in a situation like mm-hmm. Brady was to go to Tampa Bay. Mm-hmm. He has to be put in a situation that's ready-made for him. And unfortunately, the Giants are not ready-made for him. Oh, absolutely not. They're not ready-made. They're not ready-made for themselves, for anybody. <laughs> the Giants are the most overrated team in football. And I'm oh, I'm honest, like, I'm being honest in saying that. Like, they got the easiest schedule in the NFL. They did. They did. They, but have, they beat the Packers. We didn't. Man, any given Sunday. And yeah, the truth of the matter sure. is we know our history with Green Bay. Mm. Yeah. We know our history with Green Bay. We do. It don't do. matter what type of – Team that they have, what kind season it is, it's always a challenge for us. Right? Against Why I don't know. <laughs> unless number but, twelve is at, at, back there, then yeah. it's it's fair. It's we're gonna lose. Yeah, exactly. And so that, I mean, so it's what it is. Like I said, the Giants are the most overrated team in football. I'm okay with saying that. I think everybody, most mm-hmm. people, would agree. Um, I would agree. Yeah, I would <clears> agree because I. You know, I, 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 their, their team annoys me. I don't see their fans what annoy direction. me. Yeah, I have a fan on, on Facebook. Uh, he, um, he's Giants all day, but, but I forgot to clown him. Yeah, I don't even like the clown no more. You know why? <laughs> because it makes them just burn inside. Like right. they, <laughs> they, they just they already know what's coming. Yeah, they, they, it's like it's like when you're a parent and you like. Threaten mm-hmm. to give your kid a whooping and be like, right. go to your room and I'm going to whoop you later. And you never <laughs> yeah. whoop them. That whooping is always on their mind. Like, <laughs> it's the same concept. That's what they need. That's what they need. That's what they need in the Giants town. Yeah. Um, okay, so that's so that's fair. Now, I want to ask you. Now, we did talk about Mac McCartney coming in. Uh, he made some jokes, which, which was funny. Yeah. Definitely you, off air jokes. Off air jokes, yeah. Off air <laughs> jokes, yeah. <laughs> you know, you, you never know. There's like some Mike McCartney fans out there. Mm-hmm. I'm not a Mike McCartney fan. I'm not a Mike McCartney fan at all. I just feel like 
you know, I just feel like he should get some consideration for coach of the year. Huh? To me, uh, to me, here's the reason why. I'm listening. He's re- because you hear all the offseason talk. This talk started in March, right? Mm-hmm. On the radio, they said Sean Payton. Okay, Sean Payton resigned from the Saints. He said, okay, you know what? I'm going to take a step back for a little bit, go on TV. He's doing excellent on TV than he was the last three years as a coach. Mm-hmm. So all that Sean Payton talk was up until training camp, mm-hmm. okay? Mike McCartney can't, um, didn't say anything about it because obviously, you know, you, you, you want you, you got somebody – they're, the organization's thinking outside of the box. They're already thinking about their next candidate if this thing does not go through. Mm-hmm. So, with that being said, Mike McCartney has done a decent job. When that go- went down, Cooper Rush came in. He went 4-1 and one as a starting quarterback. Mm-hmm. That came back, I think we're 2-2. Two and two. I think, yeah, we're 2-2. Two and two. The offense has, ever since that's came back, they have averaged 28 points a game. Mm-hmm. Um, so with that being said, all together, coach of the year, maybe. Absolutely. The wins, because <laughs> the wins, the wins yeah. have gone up. I think this time last year we were, I think we had, we were 8-1, I think, last year. Something okay, like because that. we went to KC and we lost. Yeah, we lost. I know we Kansas lost City. that game. So that was the second loss or the third loss. Yeah, one of like those that. losses. Because we're eight and three right now. Right? Yeah, we're eight and three right so now. Last we're, year, we're like two games behind Philly. Because we lost a couple in a row last year. I think yeah, we lost we to KC and then we lost to we lost to the else. Raiders. We lost the to the Raiders, Raiders on, the, on Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving day. day. That's right. Yeah. So, That's right. so with that being said, we had a good we had a good December. He overcame a lot this upcoming season. Now, he's not in my, I'll say my top five coaches-wise as coach of the year. I wouldn't give it to him. I'll give it to the one in, um, me personally, I'll give it to the one in uh, Buffalo. But yeah, your consideration of Mike McCartney. Um, so, I'm going to start off by saying absolutely not. Um <laughs> <laughs> He is not a coach of the year candidate at all. Um, A lot of the losses that we've had have Mm -hmm. been based on his decision making. Yes. So, if I'm factoring that in, Mm -hmm. we could easily have the same record as Philly right now, to be totally honest. The only, if you take away some coaching decisions, if he kick, if my heart kicks that ball in overtime against Green Bay, do I know if we win? No, but I mean, I can, it's, we it's got a, a much better chance. Yeah, I mean, I I would rather, but it's a fifty-two yard field goal. So you're saying we kick that field goal, we make it, or we miss it. Yeah, and you live with whatever happens. But I can live with that more so than you calling a ridiculous play mm-hmm. on fourth and three <laughs> at your own end. At yeah, on your own side of the field. <laughs> he, he's trying to show. He's trying to pump his chest up a little bit. And he's that trying was, to show that he's the man. And that was my problem because you're doing this against <laughs> your old team. You think I'm cr- – like, Mike McCarthy, I think he thinks I'm dumb because, bro, you, you're you not about to just come to your ex's house in a Bentley just so you can stunt. 
<laughs> that's basically what he tried to do. And it, that's essentially and, and, what he tried and, and to do. And, and like, and Knowing you got to like, take it, it back. It's like your ex, your ex, <laughs> your, like, it's like your ex, your ex is try, trying to welcome you with open arms. You see that? You yeah. see that crap was Aaron Rodgers? That's what I'm saying. I think that, I think that was Photoshop. They was I hugging think, all at the end, all in the end zone. I like that, that's your ex that hasn't seen you in two years. And, but she has a new man. <laughs> and then you trying to be friendly. Like, fam, if you don't get out here with that. And so that's what I'm saying. Oh, like, my goodness. I, that, and that's one incident. But mm-hmm. I'm, I'm speaking on a lot of different things because he, he makes very, very bad coaching decisions. He does. A lot. He does. On a regular but, basis. But – I'm not trying to defend him here. Yeah. But that but do you think now Dak is in year eight? Mm-hmm. Right. Do you think he should well, year seven, sorry. Year seven, he should have control of those decisions. Some of he, should, he should say, you know what? If we're fourth and two, I got a power running back, I got a I got a I, I got another running back who's who's swifty. Can we go for it? Yeah. And out their end, not our end. Because we are in that's a, that's a game for them, exactly. And so, and so to me, um, th- games like that, yes, it falls on the coach. But Dak has that control and that money to say, you know what, this is my team. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go with what we have. And if that's the case, then I can live with Dak making that decision. Yeah. But when it comes from a coach who's not a player and mm-hmm. who's not on the field, right, it hits a little different. <laughs> I'm just being honest. Like I mean, that's that's it, how that's how you lose games. Yeah, that that's is how, how you, you lose games, games because you're putting ridiculous. your team in a situation where mm. it's not a win-win. No, it's not. It's not a win-win it's situation. Not. If they it's get not. it, cool. You still gotta get hurry up, get back to the line, and, and, and go make a play. Right. Go exactly. make another play. Exactly. Exactly. And then if you don't get it now, you <laughs> give them back the ball with a bunch of momentum to just run the ball right down the field that's and what go Green get in field goal position. That's what Green Bay did. They got so, the ball. Threw a couple passes, and they won the game on a field goal. And the thing about it, I'm going to quote Skip Bayless. Skip Bayless says, we're going to have to win in spite of Mike McCarthy. If I have to have a coach on my team that I have to win in spite of because of his decision making, yeah, that's a problem. And that's why you'll never be a coach of the year candidate to me. We would have to literally make it to an no. NFC championship game and all of that kind of stuff. Right. For me to even feel, we could, and we could, we have we the could. potential. We too. have the potential because if you look at it right now, um, we got the momentum. Like no other team outside of Philly and us has momentum. You can say the Forty ers You can say Minnesota. Mm-hmm. Well, even Washington, who who everyone has said, you know, hey, they may not make the playoffs, mm-hmm. but they're looking like it. Yeah, they're sitting in playoff position right now. Look at them. All four of so, all four NFC East teams are in the playoffs. right In the now. playoffs right now, and then all, and all four of them can beat us any any day. Any well, three of them can beat us any any day if we make the right decisions at the right time. Mm-hmm. And that's what I'm saying. Dak can make those decisions. Yeah, I think Dak should be the one, especially come playoff time. Yeah, to make those types of decisions. This is every year. Everyone is always going to say quarterback or bust. What order quarterback have you seen in college mm-hmm. that is lighting up the world right now? Yeah, not 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 not. I just watched. I, I was watching the highlights of Baylor versus Texas mm-hmm. at Quinn Errors. This dude cannot throw the football to save his life. <laughs> this dude, one play where he he backed up, dropped the pass, 
He was trying to throw the football, and, and and he lost it. He literally lost the football, and they scored a touchdown. Now, thank God they won the game running the football. Thank God, right? Mm-hmm. So, with that being said, is is to me, it's not quarterback a bust. To me, is is the Cowboys. Are you gonna Are you gonna say you know what we're gonna put it on Dak's hands, or are we gonna Are we gonna have everyone fight for themselves? And you know, too, another thing that really drives me nuts about mm-hmm. Mike McCarthy. Mm-hmm. This is post his post game interviews. And yeah, stuff. It's, it's getting it's getting it's, um, it's getting ridiculous. Because you sound insane. <laughs> like he's trying to be funny. He's trying to light up the room after after a win. Your personality and, and no one's sucks. no one's really trying to not no one's really trying to buy it. No, I don't believe nothing no that he says. To really buy it. I don't believe nothing that he says. I remember watching Hard Knocks the, last year. <laughs> You want to talk about? He tried to motivate the uh, the first episode. I was like, bro, you are not motivating anybody with this Austin Powers story. I'm not motivated at all. I don't want to do anything. He wants to bring somebody. He wants to bring somebody (laughs) in. He wants to bring someone motivating in to motivate the team. But really, you can't. Like only a Nick Saban or Coach Prime can do that because yeah. they know people and they know the program and they know the culture of the players exactly. that they're dealing with. Like he, like every camp, they bring Jamie Fox. Jamie Fox is a, is a Cowboys fan, mm-hmm. right? And he motivates the team. He's a comedian, so he's he has motivational stuff. Mm-hmm. But obviously, he's going to say something funny, yeah, because he's a comedian. But got guys like I'm trying to find one. Denzel, he's not going to say anything funny. He's going to give you motivational quotes. He's also a Cowboys fan. He is a Cowboys fan. So guys like that, comedian and then motivational guy. <laughs> I'd rather have the motivational guy. Well, you got to have a little fun at camp so Jamie Foxx is there for a reason than the motivational guy. But, yeah, I, I don't know. Like, Mike McC- I'm not a Mike McCarthy fan, as y'all can tell. You realize um, it, you realize you get rid of him, Sean Payton. The, the first call will be Sean Payton. And yeah. It's not even going to be the the um, the Rooney rule that they they the, the fake Rooney rule that they install. Which like I Jerry's hate. going to say, you know what? I'm going to bring in. I'm going to bring in Eric Bieniemy. But I already know who my, who I'm going to hire. The truth of the matter, I feel like the Cowboys don't even play the Rooney rule game. No. They don't even play, which kind of brings us to, you want to talk about Jerry Jones and all of his stuff? Jeez, God, uh, man, Um, yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, Um, jeez, I don't know, man. I mean, I I was trying not to dive into it, but I said, you know what? (sighs) That clip was from 65 years ago. This man's about to be 80. Well, he is 80. So... I hate to defend him here, hmm. but it's like that young. I want to know where somebody found that photo at. Somebody found that photo. Someone, someone must have been bored and want to dig some shit up hmm. and say, you know what? I want to find something to ruin this, ruin this momentum for the Cowboys. I'm gonna say, Jerry, Jerry, watch, watch these guys get lynched, or better yet. I want to find something up and cause drama and make Jerry address it, mm-hmm. which he did. But that, I don't know that, that, that thing was 65 years ago. So yeah, I think I agree with you. Um, I think, but I don't think he's, this a, is, 
he's anything outside of a racist. I don't think he is. I do believe that people can change. Yeah. I, I wholeheartedly believe that. I believe mentalities and thought processes right. can change. But right. your response is a little off for me. And I think that because when he responded and said, I was a curious kid. That's not yeah, 14, an acceptable response. Yeah, 14 You're 14, and that may be true, but at the end of yeah. the day, with your newfound knowledge and understanding, right. and you would be able to pro- you right. would be able to provide a better explanation for that at I, 80 I years old. Hoping, I was hoping he he would provide a better explanation. I was listening to Stephen yeah. A. and I and Stephen A. was saying the same thing I'm saying right now. Mm-hmm. Um, so I wish he he would address it fully yeah. and say, you know what. My parents didn't did teach yeah. me right in the South. I should be better. Yeah, he's I from be Arkansas. Better. I should be better than my parents. Yeah, and we as black people, we know history. Yeah. We know what Arkansas was in the 50s. Yeah, exactly. Like, come on now. Like, we're not, we're not blind <laughs> yeah. to that history. Right. But the reality is when we know we have knowledge of the history, as mm-hmm. Jerry does because he was present for it. Yeah. You understand why it's so important for you to address it. Exactly. With, you, you got 90, 96% of the, of the NFL is black. Yeah. And, and you got to understand, and your GM is black, even though he's not the GM because he works on the draft start. And I wish he was the GM because he'll make better decisions than Steven, Steven has. Yeah. Or Jerry has, yeah. has ever done. And so I feel like, I feel like you, you gotta get, you gotta address it a little bit better yeah. than that. Um, I was a curious kid. It's not acceptable. No, like this at fourteen, nice. at fourteen years old, I can I can remember not being a curious kid. Mm-hmm. I can remember, you know, knowing how to me. mind my business, right? Exactly. If it didn't have nothing to do with exactly, me. that's a teenager, right? Come on now, like we 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 know fourteen year olds. Mm-hmm. Fourteen year olds actually don't want to be a part of anything, right? <laughs> don't <laughs> pertain to them. Just ask them today. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. Like, I. <laughs> I'm not going to criticize him for it mm-hmm. because that was the times. Right. That was what he was taught. You can only right. do what you're taught at that age. Exactly. And so I don't exactly. criticize him for it, but it's how you address it. Right. And on top of that, it makes me think back to mm-hmm. all of his comments when Kaepernick was kneeling. Yeah, exactly. It makes yeah, me, it, I, yeah, it, it triggers some different things in me. It, it triggers does. some different thought process. It does. So it does to me. Um, it does. It does bring that, that up a little bit. Mm-hmm. And you know, I don't know, man. It's just, it's just. I don't want it to be a distraction that it is. Yeah, you know I don't either. I, I mean, either. I mean, granted, it's important. It's important that you address it, and then you say, you know what, you address it with the team in house. Mm-hmm. You don't have to give the reporters anything that than what you have said. Yeah, like address it with your players. That's your team, mm-hmm. and then go from there. Yeah. I agree. So, because eighty percent of your locker room is black. Yeah, exactly. And black, and probably knows the history. Knows the history a lot better. Yeah. And you kneeled. There's a picture where in 2017 he kneeled with the players. Yeah. And so he's 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 all about the players. Yeah, I would say. But he, to your point, he is all about the players. But is he only all about the players because they benefit him and his business? Well, that's a good point. That's a good point. You, you, because that, that that's what you that's taking advantage of. Yeah, you're taking advantage of that. You shouldn't. I don't know Jerry's mind though. I, I yeah. don't think I can't if, speak if, to if, it if either. I'm does, just curious. If it is, then then that then that's 
you're taking advantage of of us. You yeah. can't you you cannot do that. Because I mean to be totally honest, he's the leader of this boys club we mm-hmm. call ownership in the right. NFL. Right. So he is the biggest, the most valuable owner amongst all of them. All, all all dirty teams he controls. Him and Robert Krabs, their word is everything. Right. right. So Exactly. And you telling me over the last he's been in ownership since what? The eighties? Yeah, the eighties, late eighties. Yeah, late eighties. Yeah. yeah. Late so 80s. you telling me in all of this time, that's over almost forty years. Yeah. You can't like, no black owners and you had that big of a voice. So you ta- so to shame. me it looks it looks away. It looks such, crazy such to shame. me. It looks such crazy to me. It, it, to me it does too. And it's just a shame, man. It, it, you know, I think he should do a lot better than than doing doing addressing the comments. And if, if he can't do that, then don't go on radio yeah. and, and talk about something else. Yeah, that's the thing. That's that that's what I, that's the problem I have. Mm-hmm. Don't go on radio and talk about something else. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. We we don't. I I never. Always, when I hear a Jerry or a Steven interview, I turn in radio off mm-hmm. because of what you said about Kaepernick. Yeah. Ever since that came along, and ever since Trump was president, and he's not anymore, I haven't listened to a Jerry interview. Now, granted, I did sneak, I did last year when he, when he was, I think it was some controversy, so I can't remember what happened last year. Mm-hmm. But I look for the controversy. And Jerry, that's when I say, you know what? I'll listen. Hmm. I'll listen, but I won't listen to to DJs ask him asking him about the next opponent. Yeah, because and or better yet, address the history that you were in that photo. You could address it better. Yeah, you know vividly uh, sixty five years ago what happened. Yeah, and you know the state that you lived in. Exactly. You know the state that you grew yeah, up exactly. in has a racist history, just like the state that you operate in currently, Texas. Mm-hmm. Has a racist history and still so, does. And still does. So at the end of the day, you have to know mm-hmm. the climate. We're in a climate where mm-hmm. you can be canceled for anything. <laughs> some rightfully <laughs> yeah, so, you, some not so. Yeah, I mean, you know? I mean, look at look at, and I hate to bring him up. I look at Kanye. Kanye has been canceled all this year. Yeah, Kyrie's been well; he's been semi canceled. Mm-hmm. But uh, look at everybody else. Yeah, they were quick to cancel people, and, and and all you gotta do is just change, man. All you gotta do is have a change behavior, and that's it. And it's really that's just about do. choosing the words that you say. Mm-hmm. You got to understand that you are a public figure. Exactly. This is for all celebrities, athletes, anybody. Like right. you are a public figure. And you have a responsibility to watch how you talk in exactly. the public. Exactly. How you speak in private, mm-hmm. that's between you and your people. You know, right. any people be recording that stuff too and mm-hmm. putting it out. So that's right. not your fault. No. Your opinion is your opinion behind right. closed doors. That's exactly. between you and the people that you're talking to and the right. people that you trust. Exactly. But when you come out into the public, mm-hmm. there is a responsibility because yeah. people are looking to you, which right. I hate personally. Right. They shouldn't be looking at no celebrities for nothing. No. You should but, be, and, but and people, the reality is, people do. People do, and they put hardened dollars into into the season. Yeah, like I don't know why they put hardened hardened dollars into a season that that the Cowboys could be Super Bowl champs or or bust, not even make the postseason. Yeah. Which I mean, it's your money's your money, mm-hmm. but at the end of the day, 
you have to do a little bit better. Yeah. With your comments. Yeah. You, you are, like you said, you are the highest profile figure out there. Like everybody's looking for Jerry. Everybody there is looking for a Cowboys game to watch mm-hmm. because of Jerry. Why do we have two Sunday night games or a Monday night game? Mm-hmm. We have a Thursday night game. Yeah. We do. Like, because of Jerry. Yeah. I drive past their facility every day, the practice facility in Frisco, every day. Look at that, dude. That that, that so, thing is growing. That thing now is a basketball gym. It yeah. could be turning. They have the last two years, COVID, right? They had the basketball, the Conference USA basketball tournament. Mm-hmm. The last two years there in a the basketball, in that, in that gym over mm-hmm. there. That's how much you're bringing in. You're yeah. bringing in people from all across mm-hmm. to come see that beautiful practice facility you have built for a basketball game or any concerts or anything else. And they're building, they're growing. They're mm-hmm. growing. So a lot more people are moving to Frisco to be closer to that facility. They yeah. want to see it. I haven't seen it personally. I want to go yeah. see it. The moment the Cowboys got there, it raised the, the value in that entire city. See. Same thing with another, a bunch see. of other businesses coming to that city. It's, Frisco's turned into Beverly Hills. Like, <laughs> honestly, like, all See. jokes aside, like, it's See. really turned into the most affluent area in the DFW. So you got to be careful with what you say because yeah. look, 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 at, look at what you built. That can come down in, in a matter of seconds. Matter of seconds. And the, the benefit for Jerry, mm-hmm. and I got to be honest about this, the benefit mm-hmm. for Jerry is that he is not black. He's not. Because the things that we're held accountable for mm-hmm. are not the same right. as what people in power, I'll say, right. <laughs> are being held accountable for. He's got to be held accountable, but he's not. And the thing about, like, with this situation, I don't want to get too de- I'm just saying, using Jerry as an example, yeah. because really this situation doesn't warrant him being canceled. It doesn't warrant No, I, I don't think, I don't but think it does. I'm using him as an example because of the figure that he is. Mm-hmm. He represents big business. He does. He does. He, he brings, he brings in value. Yeah. You know, all, all that stuff. Um, nah, but that's, that's a good point. Mm-hmm. But I appreciate that. Absolutely. Um, let's transition. But coming up next, um, uh, we will talk about the UNT versus the UTSA. Actually, we'll recap the Rice game. Uh, that's coming up next. It's Fishbowl Radio. I'm coming home. I'm coming home. Tell the world I'm coming home. Let the rain wash away all the pain of. I hate that song. I always feel like they're talking to me when it comes on. Another day, another dawn. 
Another Keisha, nice to meet you, get the math, I'm gone What am I supposed to do in a club life? Come on, it's easy to be pumped, but it's harder to be shown What if my twins ask why I ain't married a mom? Damn, how do I respond? What if my son stares with a face like my own And says he wants to be like me when he's grown? Shit, but I ain't finished grown Another night that never will go long Another day, another dawn Come on Just tell Keisha and Teresa I'll be better I'll be more, more. Another life that I carry on I need to get back to the place I belong I'm coming home I'm coming home Check this out. A house is not a home. I hate this song. Is a house really a home when your loved ones is gone? And niggas got the nerve to blame you for it. And you know you would have took the bullet if you saw it. But you felt it and still feel it. And money can't make up for it or conceal it. What you deal with and you keep balling. That's why some little playboy and we keep balling. Baby, we've been living in sin because we've been really in love. But we've been living as friends. So you've been a guest in your own home It's time to make your house your home Pick up I'm the phone coming home. home I'm coming home Tell the world that I'm coming home Let the rain wash away All the pain of yesterday I know my kingdom awaits And they're forgiving my mistakes I'm coming home Come I'm coming home Come Tell the world that I'm coming home Come on, check this out Stopping us now, I love that song Whenever it comes on, it makes me feel strong I thought I told y'all that we won't stop So we back cruising through Harlem These old blocks is what made me, saved me Drove me crazy, drove me away Then embraced me, forgave me For all of my shortcomings, welcome to my homecoming Yeah, it's been a long time coming A lot of fights, a lot of scars, a lot of bottles, a lot of cars A lot of ups, a lot of downs, made it back
take on the New York Giants versus the Cowboys. So the Cowboys play the Colts next week. So if he's here, we'll talk about it. If he's not, then we will definitely talk about it. So with that being said, my team, the North Texas Mean Green, the football football team, are going to the championship game. Now, what do I think about this against Rice? We had to win this game to get to the championship game. Why is that? Why we gotta win one game to get to the championship? I thought we already solidified that when when we when we tried to when we tried to beat UAB, we got beat by twenty points at UAB. But then again, you know they're UAB. Rice this game, guys. I don't know. I I don't know. I can't say a win is a win at this point. I can't say. We can't play like th- we can't play like this. We are, we were a 14 point underdog. I'm sorry, a 14 point favorite in that game. And we won that game at four points. We play like Luster. We play like, we play like, we, we didn't want, we, we didn't want it. We wanted Western Kentucky to get in the championship game instead of us. What goal do you have to say, you know what? We need to be in that championship game. Come on, man. But let's dive into this game here. But Ani, I, okay, dude, you are, thank God you're a senior. Just, just thank God. Be, because, because I have never seen a quarterback play this way. 
How are you going to take that play to the next level? You'll be eaten alive in the next level. Come on, man. I, I, I'm, I'm expecting a better performance from this. Throw the football. Stop being scared. Your two running backs are out. They're out, uh, uh, they're out of the game. We are down to our third and fourth running back, guys. That's how bad it's gotten. Like, come on, man. We had to go to, we had to run the football this time. Like I, like I mentioned, Texas had to run the football. When Quinn Ayers fumbled, Baylor scored a touchdown. Texas had to run, they had to use BJ Robinson and Roshan, uh, Johnson to get them to win. We could not play like, honor, you could not play like that. And then everyone rallies, rallies behind you and say, you know, we got a great quarterback. What great quarterback do you have? A great quarterback will dominate defensively. We'll go, we'll, we'll throw 400 yards. We'll throw over five touchdowns. And I know I'm exaggerating, but it's true. <laughs> but, but Rice did come in with a mission though. They wanted this game, guys. They were about to get their sixth win until they made a mistake. They threw an interception on, on the last drive, and that was history. Okay? Their quarterback wasn't that bad. You know, he, he has he has a future. Keep that same core together for Rice, and then, hey, they can win in the next few years. They can be better than us. They can be better than us. And that's unfortunate. That is unfortunate. But – is this team ready, guys? Are we ready to win a championship? Are we ready? We don't have anybody. Who are we going to bank on? The be the best player on our team is Katie Davis. He's a linebacker. Who, which, by the way, I have reached out to him, and I'm hoping he he'll be on the show. Katie Davis, if you're listening, can you come on this show so that we can interview you? Even listen. After the, after the game or, or, or before the ball game, let's do it. Okay? Thank you. Alright, so, <laughs> so, I, I, there's not one player that I can, outside of KD Davis, I can, I can bank on. I can't. I said the quarterback. I said the running back. They're both hurt. I can say the right receiver, but Ani doesn't get the ball to them. So, I, I can't do this anymore. I, I I can't. And to settle for six or seven wins, I mean, mo most fans there would settle for six or seven wins. I don't. I can't settle for six or seven. I'll settle for eight or nine. Worst case scenario, eight. This is not an eight-win football team. This is more of a four to seven-win football club. We cannot have this crap every single year. You're building stadium. You're building stuff after stuff after stuff after stuff after stuff. But yet you can only produce four to seven wins every year. You can't do that crap. You can't. We got to have a winning culture. And this is why I want them to take a serious look at Seth Luttrell. We got to take a serious look, guys. Is he the coach for the next conference? Is he the coach of the next future? And all that stuff. I can't do this. I I cannot have him be my coach of this football team. I can't. You know why? Because he'll give us results like this. And 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 I fear that 
will go to San Antonio and lay an egg. That's the fear. That's the fear. Unless you have a quarterback spy that can stop the quarterback. Unless you have, unless you, 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 you're aggressive in the passing game, which we're not. You're going to run the football. You're going to wear them out. That's not the goal. The goal is to win the football game. You do all those attendables, then you'll bring a championship home. If you don't, then um, you're left you're, you're left at seven and six. And you know what? The goofy athletic director would be like, "Oh, we're going to hire him as a coach. <laughs> we're, we're going to have him as a coach again." No, we're not. I don't want that. I don't want mediocrity. I don't want people to settle for mediocre. I don't want people to settle for this. I won't settle for this. This is why I don't buy memberships at at at, at, at their stadium. I can't settle for a four to seven win team. I can't. If I bought a membership at at Twenty Five Fitness, I have to get the best results. That's why. That's why. Whenever I walk in there, I always tell them I want the best results. Or I say, you know, I'm walking out. I'm going to the next gym. That's what I'm doing with the UNT. I'll still support you from afar. Maybe I'll support the basketball team, the men's basketball team. Maybe I'll sort of support the women's basketball team. Which, by the way, by the way, we will talk about. Um, we will talk about coming up. So stay tuned for that. Okay. So because I I am tired again of mediocrity. I'm not even going to beg with Seth Luttrell anymore. I'm tired of him. I'm done. I'm tired. Like, if we win a ball game, if we win a championship, that's great. But I am done with this guy. I want a new coach. <laughs> with that being said, uh, with that being said, guys, so we are eight-point underdog um, come Friday. So watch the game. We'll talk about it next episode. But stay tuned because we got the Colts. We'll recap that game. And also we'll definitely recap the UTSA-UNT game and where they go from here as far as the ball-wise. So thank you guys for listening and watching. Um, appreciate it. Support me on all the socials. And you guys have a great day and see you all next week.